This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Well, joining us now is the best Asia expert out there. He is the author of The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War. Uh, Gordon Chang's Twitter handle is Gordon G. Chang. And joining us now is Gordon Chang. Gordon, thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you, Rita. You know, this is shocking. You know, Gordon, he has this meeting. I'm so glad to have you with us, uh, especially at this late hour. Gordon, thank you, because this was such an important meeting and I can't believe one of the first words out of our president's mouth, he's talking about climate change. I'm thinking, I'm worried about World War III. I'm worried about Taiwan. I'm worried about all these things, especially the way that President Biden was talking tough publicly before. And yet he acts like a, like a wimp, if you will, when he's face-to-face with the leader of China. Yes, we should be worried about World War III because the Chinese looked at the collapse in Afghanistan. It's just a debacle in American foreign policy. And then the failure to deter Vladimir Putin in Ukraine. And the Chinese are thinking, well, they can probably do what they want. You know, if you look at what happened today, um, there are a couple of big takeaways. The most important one is the meeting should not have occurred in the first place. And the reason is, As we talk to China, China continues its unacceptable behavior, and we do not impose costs. Now, Biden said we're setting up work groups, working groups to discuss issues. Well, that means China's just going to run out the clock. And so that really, I think, was the main failure. But the problem here is just what Xi Jinping thought, as you were talking about. And whatever the president said, our president said about Taiwan— I think that Xi Jinping is looking at the failure in Afghanistan and saying, well, look, you know, the United States has been, you know, warning China about supplying military assistance to Russia. And the Chinese have been doing it. Um, Biden continues to warn them. Biden does not impose any costs on China for doing that. And I think Xi Jinping thinks that uh, the president is not serious on Ukraine and therefore he's probably thinking that Biden's not serious on anything else either. And that's the failure of deterrence that uh, General Keene was talking about. You know, when he, uh, when he came out, um, and in fact, I want to play this. This is cut 16. Um, this is Biden right when he came out of the briefing. And it was like, uh, well, I'm not so worried about Taiwan. I want to get your reaction, Gordon, uh, to what he had to say, because it was so sort of like, uh, no big deal. Take a listen. I absolutely believe there need not be a new Cold War. We, uh, I've met, met many times with Xi Jinping, and we were candid and clear with one another across the board. And I do not think there's any imminent attempt on the part of China to invade Taiwan. And I uh, made it clear that our policy in Taiwan has not changed at all. I mean, he can say that, but China has been very clear that, you know, that they are intent on getting Taiwan. And this president, is he naive? Uh, what What is going on, Gordon? Yeah, the, the most distressing thing about what uh, Biden said in that clip is that there's no new Cold War. Um, and actually, it's worse than a Cold War. You know, China has this doctrine of unrestricted warfare. 
That's the title of that infamous 1999 book by then two Chinese Air Force colonels. And the thesis of that book is that China should do everything possible to take down the U.S. And, you know, you mentioned COVID-19 and fentanyl. Um, COVID-19, as of this morning, killed 1,074,000 Americans, according to the Johns Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center. Um, Last year, uh, about 77,000, maybe 78,000 Americans were killed from illegal overdoses, uh, overdoses of illegal fentanyl. So when we look at all of this, and China's behind the fentanyl gangs, uh, and China deliberately spread the coronavirus beyond its borders, and... You know, that's a lot of American dead. So whether you call it a Cold War or whatever, China is assaulting the United States. Its attacks are malicious. They're resulting in the deaths of Americans. And Biden just doesn't seem to really care that much about it. And that is, if I can say one more thing, that is an abrogation of Biden's most important duty, which is to protect the American people from foreign attack. No doubt that is your first priority as the American president. And what did you make of the fact he's talking about climate change? And it didn't sound like he talked about, as you brought up, the coronavirus, fentanyl. Um, The other thing, it doesn't look like he addressed really the Uyghurs. I haven't really seen anything on that. I mean, there are millions of them that are literally in concentration camps. And, you know, this president has made human rights a big issue, but yet, It doesn't sound like he was forceful whatsoever. You would think they'd be highlighting that if he did indeed talk about it, don't you think? Yes. Well, um, the readout it talks about, and and then Biden himself um, at his post-summit press conference talked about human rights. But I would put it in different words. Um, When we talk about the Uyghurs and other Turkic minorities, we're talking beyond human rights violations. This is genocide, uh, as his own secretary of state called it. Uh, Anthony Blinken mentioned that um, and made that declaration, as did um, Blinken's predecessor, Mike Pompeo. Um, these are crimes against humanity. And that calls for a different response than just say, oh, well, human rights violations. You know, I'm glad that the president talks about human rights violations. That's important. But he needs to put it in the perspective of this is like the worst um, crimes that we have seen since the fall of the Third Reich. Yeah, 1,000%. And it doesn't, you know, even what he's saying publicly doesn't give me any confidence that he had any strength in his verbiage behind the scenes. And I think also, take case in point, as you know all too well, Gordon, the response from the Chinese foreign ministry n- had nothing uh, of any substance. So they, it seems like they were very happy with the meeting with President Biden, which isn't a good thing for us. Yeah, well, it certainly isn't. Um, and, you know, you contrasted the styles of President Trump and President Biden. Um, very important thing. This morning started out with Biden meeting Xi Jinping. The optics were horrible. Xi Jinping was standing in the middle of the room and Biden walked across the room to see. Um, and that, in Chinese eyes, was a vassal approaching the Grand Celestial Court of China. Um, and this is this is the way it's going to be presented in China. This is the way the Chinese people are going to look at it. Now, in 2018, when Trump met Kim Jong-un for the first time, the optics were very different. They both started at the opposite ends of a hallway. 
they met in the center of it. And that's the way that should be done. And I don't know why Biden would ever agree to make himself look like a subordinate to China. But that's what Biden did this morning. And the Chinese just picked it up immediately. Yeah, and they ran with it big, big time. Um, Gordon Chang, you are so terrific in your insight on uh, Asia and, of course, China, especially as we're watching it. There are so many concerns right now. Uh, the author of The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S. Tech, U.S.-China Tech War. And again, your Twitter handle for everybody is Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate it, Gordon. Well, thank you, Rita, and God bless. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.